0: Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago, and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product in network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages, success principles, proven personal development systems and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people and the magic and zigs quote "You can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want." Dale Calvert.
1: Guys, I probably have known Dan longer than anybody on this team longer than anybody uh he and i met back in the nsa days uh, my, and i think he was sponsored under phil Shuff. i can't remember but phil is a sideline of mine and, and that company and some of you remember phil's story from he's in session number four of the mlm success podcast and a couple more Uh, Over the years, Dan has been my go-to guy whenever I needed any type of advertising specialist for our business, whether it was T-shirts, buttons, any button that you've ever seen us use as a team they came from Dan, uh, award pins, and on and on. Uh, I just like doing business with good people, and Dan is a great human being. He's a fellow Kentuckian, which gives him a notch up for sure but the bottom line he's just somebody i trust i just trust him and i am beyond excited to witness the success he's had with us since joining iHub global it's just been awesome it's almost like seeing my my brother achieve so dan i am excited to have you with us welcome to the call tonight thank you Dale. dale
0: dale can you hit your stop stop share
1: oh Thank uh, you. Thank you to our program. Appreciate you being here, man. Well, thank you, Dale. I appreciate it. <clears throat> uh, I was trying to think, because I was trying to remember, if I, if my if my memory serves me correctly, and it may not, I think you were sponsored with by Phil Shepherd and Phil's line. But just kind of talk about maybe the early years when we first met, what you remember about that time. What it meant to you? How different is it now? Whatever you want to share, there I think would be beneficial for people just kind of get a, a good understanding of your history with 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 network marketing, NSA. Whatever you want to share. Uh, how
2: I didn't know anything about network marketing at the time when I when I jumped into NSA, and it's through um, you know my wife knowing uh, Tim Jenkins. That's how I that's how I was brought into it because they both worked at chill and and uh, she said you need we need to go we need to go do this we just need to go over to to Georgetown and go see this presentation or something like that and and that's how I that's how that I got into the got started you know was through that contact through Tim so um and I
1: can prove it a little bit I mean can anybody you see that right there that is, does anybody know what that is?
2: That's <laughs> the last piece of uh, NSA air fil- filtration
1: okay. yeah.
2: that I had. That I took a, that actually I've had for golly. When was NSA, Dale? I'm telling you, this thing's over 20, over 20 years old, maybe 25.
1: Yeah, it was uh 90s, 89, 90.
2: 89, like that. I'm still that, that was in my bedroom for that long. I've managed to keep that thing running forever. So, but, uh, that, that piece is done. So, I mean, that's, that, that started to kind of started the journey and, and then we, uh we didn't do anything in that. Then we got in a new image and then I, you know, that's how, once I was in new image, then that's when I was starting to do the shirts and the, And and some banners and some things like that. And I remember uh, I actually pulled out artwork today from 1997, 98. So I have that on file. I have this stuff on file. I have almost everything I've ever designed on file. I keep records of it. So too bad there's not a collectible for that one. But uh, (laughs) um, I do. And then that led to what Euphoria, APL Go um Wait,
1: it, it, you did a lot of the printing for new image corporate right
2: for new image corporate i started out doing the apparel for new image
1: right okay yeah yeah yes. that, yeah well yeah well, you, yeah <laughs> that was a lot
2: <laughs> that, uh, so yeah that, that actually i was kind of happy you know i didn't know jack about network marketing but i i knew how to print shirts
1: right yeah so then, over the years after new image, I mean anything I've personally needed, I've always come to you true and then then I, I guess at some point, oh, I know what it was when uh what what's the little bobs whatever the name of that company was the advertising fobs a ser when I first saw that, it's like. Some of you have heard the story, but it was it was a cool little device that would ping messages to people's cell phones. And so with the my whole idea, when I saw that technology was I got to get these all through Rupp Arena, all through Kroger Field to promote Wildcat Gifts. Our Our website, when people come to the games, they're they're getting pinged on their cell phone with my ads for my my merchandise on those websites. That was the thought behind it. And then I found out it was a network marketing company. And it's like, man, I haven't done any, I haven't built a network marketing team forever. And it's like, I don't know if I should do this. And then I said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do something with it. And uh, it's like, that was the day Dawn came downstairs and I'm in the office downstairs um, on the phone. And she said, I could have sworn you just said that you're getting ready to build a network marketing company. When we got married, you promised me you were done with that stuff. <laughs> but but long story short, uh, the first person I thought of was you. And you and I met in Midway, Kentucky, halfway between Georgetown and Frankfurt, because I thought advertising, who do I know that does advertising? Who do I know they will have a market for this? Dan Bruning. And you were the first person, when I got back in the profession, building teams after not being around, not building for years, you were the first person I enrolled. And if you'd puked on me, I might not be here tonight. It's a thought. Oh, I was I was all about it. I
2: uh, remember going to midway and yeah, and, uh, we uh, had a good lunch for about an hour and you showed me that device. And next thing I know, I'm in and I'm running around Frankfurt and I'm setting these things up left and right. I've got this stuff hanging off telephone poles and, and got businesses involved in it and really just the first it was the first time I actually found something that was a lotion or a potion that I actually uh, and I like tech so I just jumped in on it even though I'm not real techie but I like tech yeah and so I jumped in on it and uh, it started building I think that's when things started happening because you know I've listened to a lot of tapes I've listened to you been to all a lot of stuff just couldn't really get it launched, but. I was, it was now, that was now in my element. I mean, I was used to going into businesses and go B2B. So, and I knew most of Frankfurt because I've been here for 35 years, raised my kids here and stuff. I know a lot of the people and I would kind of work under the radar. I don't need to be running for politics or anything like that, but I just, I just know people and know how to get it done and I'll just go out of my way to to get stuff done and work with the church and the school and, and just, I'll stop what I'm doing to go help a guy down the street that has a business. Cause he can't get it loaded up to the art thing or whatever. And I'll just stop and just go help him. But, uh, I think just, it's just in my nature to do it. And, uh, it just, uh, that was, that was good. It was it just started. It helped me out a lot to get, yeah. to get started.
1: If, if, if Google hadn't pulled the plug on that, we'd probably still be doing it today. You know?
2: Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. But once, once, um, I guess the Mac side of it, uh, went down, uh, you know, they never, and then Google did took, took it off their end and then, then it was toast. Yeah. It was over with, yeah. but it uh, would it would put messages on people's
1: phones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, since joining ERC, about how much time, cause I know you're part-time. I know you got responsibilities doing the fish fries for your church. Uh, you've got, you know, you've had some health challenges we won't get into, but they've been there. Uh, But how much time have you put into this on average since you started? Would you say?
2: Just like you say, Roman, you can run. So um, I spend, I guess, on average, two hours or three hours a day, uh, which is basically part time. And I focus uh, like I'll spend two hours in the morning, like 10 to noon. I'll hit. I'll head to the gym, eat lunch, head to the gym. I'll come back. I'll work and maybe work it from two to four. Uh, so it could be anywhere from two hours to, to four hours. Uh, do supper, do whatever I need to do, and then um, sometimes I'll sit here at, at the end of the night because I I stay up late and I'll send out emails or uh, do do homework on businesses to line up to, to go see. And I and I like. Uh, You know, I don't have a problem with being on the phone now, and I don't have a problem going in the door. So I'll flip it back and forth. It really depends on how much time I have. If I if if pulling on doors is a ticket, that's fine. I've been trying to focus on that the last week or so, just to see if if I can. I'm not in a. I don't think I'm really in a funk, but I'm not getting as many as I have been. But I did uh, I did get out, and um, I, I was able to go out this week. And I think that let's see. Oh, I just when I'm out, I usually have one place I want to hit, but I always see about three or four that I'll stop in on, and I just do it. And just get your line down. First one's always the hardest. Get your line down, and then once once I knock out the first one, good or bad, it settles me down. It's like being it's like being the start of a baseball game. Some guys go out and go on the side on the dugout and they go puke. I remember the coach the coach the coach of the team every time a game started. He'd go over to the back end of the dugout and puke his guts out, and then he was ready to go. And he was the coach. He wasn't even in the game. Well, he's in the game, but he's not in the game.
1: So, Yeah. First one's the hardest even. Every day, the first one's the hardest. Every day, the
2: first one's the hardest. The first one's the hardest every day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You've been around a lot of different businesses, seen a lot of different opportunities. Have you ever seen anything in your life, in your life, that has this type of upside income structure and potential? Well,
2: I am in the Proforma family, which is I'm a member of about six or 700 in a $500 billion company that markets. So I personally have had some pretty good numbers in the $10,000 to $15,000 a lick um, deal, but I haven't had the consistent, the average, the average income in this promotional marketing business is about 600 bucks so per lit per deal I, 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 that's the average you know of, yeah. of a normal sale right now i've I've landed about every year i'll land one two or three jobs that might be 10 or 15 or so thousand dollars worth of profit so those are good licks and uh, and but nothing is consistent as erc and the amount of income is being generated each time because it's the lowest one I've had has probably been, uh, well, I don't know. Let me uh, look at my back office. I think, well, I was going to look back at things around $715 on five. And that guy was a, a window washer, probably had part time help. And everything else has been 2700 to five, eight, 12, I mean, some good numbers.
1: What's the biggest one you've done so far? Probably about 18000 18,000 for one. Yeah. And that's
2: well now as far as, as far as commission wise, um, I did have, you know, you talked about nine businesses. Actually, I've I've had 15 go to the IRS, six of them with one company. Okay, so it was as a tire store and it has six locations. Oh, so wow. and those I didn't add all those up, but that was close to 80 employees. So that's a really good lick and some of those commissions were like $18,000, so that's, that's, that's nice, and I do have one right now that's, uh, he's gathering documents at 102, that hasn't gone to the IRS, and we're waiting for him to get all his, his paperwork in, Um, I've had a little bit of luck with the Mexican restaurants, I mean, I found a guy at my church, he's laid up, because he, he actually dislocated. they didn't dislocate his hip. He actually pulled, he pulled a hamstring off the bone and it, he's in a, Oh, it's major hurt. It's a major long time for rehab. And I got to be careful, but I've had him out and he's my bilingual guy. And, uh, he's all into it and he doesn't want to do it by phone. So we have to go hand to hand combat door to door. And, uh, so that's what we do. We, we go in there and I, I try to get it started, I Tell him, this is what I want you to say. And then he's just off and running with it. So I plan on bringing him in, but by the time he gets healed up, the thing's going to be over with. So I'm just trying to figure out how to get him involved with it. But, uh, I plan on, uh, this week I had, or last week, I think last week we had one sign, had three restaurants. This week I had another lady got a lead on, uh, and I saw, she had one restaurant. I think I even saw a second one sign in and I didn't know she had a second restaurant. So I'm picking up some of these Mexican restaurants and, and we're going to go after them.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that, that's good. When we started, you said, Dale, man, if I could just get my truck paid for this year, I, I would think I'm, I've am i had a successful year. Uh, how's How's 2023 going to impact your life? Really? Well, not just what you've already got to the IRS, but all that you have coming behind it.
2: Well, the, I met my goal fairly quick. I would think, you know, November to April or early April and hit that figure. I'm like, I'm doing it part time. Now I'm figuring, trying to figure out ways to put more time into it. I am still very committed in my promotional marketing business that I've been doing for 30 years. It's hard to just walk away from that. Um and we still need, you know, income doesn't not gonna show up until the end of the year or better. So we just keep doing that. And it's it's I it's second nature to me. I can I understand it well enough that I can knock it out in between, you know, early in the morning to uh lunchtime to um you know, at the end of the day, try to leave those prime hours in between for uh focusing on a CRC where I try to get the meat of the day. So to speak, they're the best day, opportunity to catch people, whether they're not burnt out or too too much, and then work some Saturdays. So if I stay on this pace with my pro forma business, with the CRC, with some of the other stuff that's coming up, um, it what this has taught me is is that I need to diversify a little bit. Uh, the real, I guess, the real switch has been I'm at the point where I realize that you know there's a lot of things to say about, I mean, I have my own business, but it's almost like I own my own job. And it really, it's, I'm at a point where I want to do this, but at the same time, I want the time to go do other things. And if I can get this more online where I can just do it on the phone, take a computer with me and just pack it and just go wherever I want, enjoy life with the grandkids now and stuff. I'm trying to create that. And I'm just pretty much, Um, I've paid bills all my life, but I've never put anything away. So what 2023 means to me is a retirement, get my retirement seated right now and do it as hard as I can. I remember my dad that that, when he passed away several years ago, but 300,000 in the bank, you know, that was kind of his legacy to us. And he was able to live off it. House is paid for. I remember he said, I'm living off this. And I was like, you know, that's eight, 10 years ago, I guess when he passed and he had everything he wanted. I mean, you know, he didn't need any. and I'm kind of like him in a way I'm not, I'm a little bit more driven because I get that from my mom and my uncle who had business. You know, my mom was a nurse and ran nursing and stuff. She went as high. She can go Kimberly Clark. She's, she's done really well. My uncle ran a, um, a TV repair shop and I just, Every day after school, I was over there. I hung out. My dad didn't want to climb the ladder, but at the same time, I remember just that he did, he did a good job. I mean, he raised us a little bit. They eventually split and went, you know, divorced and all that stuff. We were the Yale family for a while, but it is what it is. Everybody's, everybody's going to have their problems every now and then. And, but I just always had the, uh, the drive. I think my mom handed it down to me and my uncle cemented it in and, it's just, you know, I had my business. I only worked corporate corporate America three months and I had my own business. So I didn't work very long. And well, actually I worked three years in corporate America at uh, number one Fruit of loom Drive in Bowling Green, Kentucky, free the Loom Boys, Union Underwear. So after that I've been I've been on my own, basically cutting, you know, out hunting and you gotta kill what you eat every day. and, and so I'm kind of used to it in a way. I just needed to get over the hump of getting past the fear of going in that door or picking up that phone, still working on it, still working on it. Even though I've hit six figures every day, sometimes I don't want to do it. But once, like you said, we get past the first phone call, pull the first door, all that fear or whatever kind of flushes away. And now we're, now we're in mode and I can settle down and think and concentrate and, and try to simplify, simplify everything I'm talking about with them.
1: Dan, I, I, this next one, I wrote it. I actually wrote it out because I wanted to make sure I asked you exactly this way. Um, personally, and I don't know, and I might be 100% off, but I feel like, especially since ERC, you have a deeper trust of the process we teach and this team uh you know you're on the 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 zooms almost every day now that the noon zooms and you've really become a well-respected contributing member to this team but I I I think a lot of it really had to do with just a trust factor of some kind am I correct or am I totally off base or I would I'm curious what you would say to that because I'm trying to learn something here Well, it's like, dude, you've known me since for twenty five years. Why are you just now? You know, it's like sometimes I want to just shake you a little. Yeah, but but so I'm just curious. I'm just honestly curious.
2: I guess I get what you're trying to say, and may I don't know if it's really a trust factor as much as I just maybe it was just I just wasn't ready to plug in. Um, I needed more reasons to really plug in. I think what happened. You know, like I said, it started with the Serbia, getting the right product. I know, that, but really, it was this year's. Ever since then, it's been more of an effort for growth, personal growth, to try to overcome the the fears. Um, the team, the team effort thing. I'll get. I'm gonna credit that the uh, the Zooms have helped me a lot. First off, getting answers uh, right or wrong, or just getting some direction because to be quite honest with you, I'm not real happy with, uh, what's going on up above us, trying to get answers about what's going on with the, uh, you know, who, you know, I've got several in the back office that I need some help with, and I can't, that, that uh, all, you know, from, they won't talk to me. I've sent emails after emails. I've talked to, I've sent it to Chuck. I've sent, I've sent, and I just can't get an answer out of it. Now, when they want something, I'm all over it. But they they just, I answer, and I keep, you know, when I get the email, I respond to them and say, hey, but what about these two? Nothing, crickets. So I get answers from the Zoom group more than anything. And so I think the other thing is um, I just don't realize how much of an introvert I am <laughs> in, a, in a way. I mean, I'm good, and I look. I can, if you got to mold with the flow to get something done and sell, I'm right there, right there. But for the most part, I want to be left alone, and and Amen. I'm pretty happy with my own environment and my own deal. And I can, I can go and I can deal with anybody, and and things can be, and things can be good. If you know, if, if you're not, you know, number. I can get along with people I don't like. It's just, I just, it just took, some, it just takes time. And I think I just made a decision in my mind that I needed to contribute back if I'm going to get what I want. So I started um, responding in emails, responding in the Facebook group, um, trying to do more of, of that. I mean, it's it's the social online part of it you know, when I'm away from that, man, I'm I'm just like any other Joe when I'm talking to you face to face, more comfortable that way. But for whatever reason, sometimes, and it was even getting this out into words to get it down where I could send an email out exactly what I wanted to say. And through ERC has been a crash course in getting your act together. And, but Damn. even with all the screw ups Damn. that I've done, I've still plugged six figures and I'm not done. Um, and I've decided I'm not done. And my goal, like I mentioned the other day, I said, I think I need to shoot for 500,000 because I don't think my goal high. My, my big fat hairy deal, my fat, big fat hairy goal is not big enough and it might need to be more than that. I mean, like you said, if a, if a referral here and there takes off, what am I going to do to keep up with them? You know, and, you know, is it, is it a goal to stay in the top 25? You know, I don't know. I try not to even look at it. I just try to go um, at this point. I don't want to know where it is. I find myself sometimes looking at my back office and going, looking at the commission thing when it's going to turn, I'm ready to go to the next level, but at the same time for that to happen, I need more leads in there. Because everybody knows on this team that half the leads stick, the other half disappear. They don't, they get lost, they don't sign, they don't fill it out, they talk to the accountant, that kind of stuff happens. So I I might be a long winded answer to the question, but I think it's uh, not so much trust as me, me getting on board all in, all in with the product, all in with myself all in with the service and the company. Uh, those stars have lined up for me at this time.
1: I love that, man. It's a crash course in getting your act together. That's pretty much what it was. I mean, man, see, that what? describes it. For a lot of people on this team, it's like, if you're ever going to do it, this is the time, this is the company, or just forget about it. Because right. you aren't going to – You get to get your act together here with people that will help you do it, and you can make more money in the process than you can doing anything ever again. So if you're ever going to get it together, now's the time. That was good. Uh, What would you tell people, Dan, they're watching this, uh, they've kind of been playing around with it, put their big toe in it, and then come back out and analyze how the ripples in the pool and just playing around, not really folk, not not decided, I'm going to go for this. I mean, you know, they're just kind of still testing the process and trying to learn it all before they do anything. What would you tell those people? Um, it's, I guess
2: as you do this, you learn more as you go. So the first thing that I would do, and I don't know anything about it, is use that to an advantage. Get yourself down to one line, two two sentences that explain what this thing is. Within thirty seconds, you should be able to say, you know, uh, I'm out. Hey, I'm hey, Mr. Business Owner. I'm just here today to to uh, connect with all the businesses in town and and let them know that there's a second stimulus COVID out there. And I don't know if you know anything about it or not, but I'm just here to find out who I need to talk to because there's a significant amount of free grant money out there to be had who'd I talk to, you know, and just, just, I think what they're going to have to do coming in at this, this point, look at those, spend a couple hours and they're looking at some of the videos, get into the Facebook group, hit the file section with all the, the uh, one liners uh, within, you know, the initial, uh, the initial uh, openings for, for uh, connecting and get that going. Lean on your upline uh, to do a do a three way call if you don't know anything and just you know say, hey, I don't know jack about this, but this guy above me that got me involved. This is 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 helping business out left and right. And he knows a lot more about it. I mean, just just don't be afraid to say, I don't know jack about it. I just know this is a really good thing for the business. We're not here trying to collect a check. We're trying to give money away. That's right. And we're trying to give it away. And so they're going to have to do that. And as you evolve in it, I think then you can, you know, you start understanding on it. I mean, I've been in this thing for six months, and I've been only on one call, and that was last week, where I actually got to listen to the ERC rep. Yeah, it, it was, it, it, and I wasn't that impressed, but he did get yeah. the job done.
1: Yeah. Uh, any before we start taking questions, anything else you want to share with people that are with us tonight? Well um
2: yeah i think i i think i said a lot of things here but i just i did want to show you something and it's a vintage it's a vintage sele, uh cassette select deck now, can you see that
1: yeah yeah i, I got one around I some around here somewhere
2: I'm, I mean, the, the packaging alone, I'd be you. worth. The packaging alone, I'd be worth some on. This thing folds out like four times.
1: That's right. There's eight VHS in there.
2: And I don't even have a cassette player anymore.
1: We sold okay. that okay. thing for, for nine hundred and ninety-seven dollars. have infomercials, seminars, we sold them like crazy.
2: Yeah, so I I went downstairs and I said, I can't believe I still have that on my shelf, but I do. So, um.
1: I'm Was just Dave saying, over the years, it's just Dave Trillity, you have that. Was you showing yours, Dave Trillity?
2: Dave Trillity had the other one, the yellow
1: one. Although he's got the same one. Look.
2: I can't see him.
1: That's oh, hilarious. He did yeah. find
2: it. So he showed up. To, I had the yellow one out, and I, I guess I shouldn't lie. It, it hit the trash can, but oh well. I had to make some room. <laughs>
1: Gonna be a collector's item one day. I'm gonna
2: keep this one. This one is this baby staying. Yeah. Part of the memento.
1: Yeah. So what's so? Are you gonna be selling that on eBay and you want people to go bid on it or? What's 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 your final thought here, Dan?
2: Probably first come first serve. On I don't have the cassette player anymore. (laughs) Just make me an (laughs) offer.
1: Uh, I appreciate it, man. It's so good. Like I say, it's like seeing my brother achieve. Uh, that's that's how I look at the the situation with you. Uh, you know, it's like I remember. He's, man, if I could just get my truck paid for, and I'm thinking he has no idea what's in store for him.
2: Um, you know, yeah, that's that's just uh, to be where I'm at right this time is just as I think back from the day I started in networking. It took it took this long to get to actually start making some money that's said that's pretty crazy but i think the bottom line is it's you know this, it's been there it was just a matter of molding and shaping and bringing it out but i had to make that final decision that yeah i'm going after this yeah and so i sold myself and the, my, my reasons had to be stronger than my knots you know my reasons to do it okay and right now i still have plenty of reasons to keep doing it so that's that's where i'm at
1: awesome Okay, I see Dave Trillity. If you got questions for Dan, you can raise your hand. Dave, you're first. Dave Trilli, or Yeah, Dave Trilly. You're on mute, buddy.
3: I just wanted to see how many tape of the month tapes do you still have? Any? <laughs> I, did a, I, I did a
2: few of them. I, there was a period of time where I didn't follow Dale on everything. I
1: And you know, he uh, paid for it too.
2: But uh we, there was a period of time when we didn't we didn't talk for a while.
1: Yeah.
2: But every time he came up with something new, I was I was listening.
3: Yeah. That's great. That's great. A lot of great information, Dan. I really appreciate it. I mean, you've been down the road just like, you know, um, you know, we got new people here. We got a lot of old timers too. And I just I just believe what you've said this evening has given us all a big push forward like those. Hot wheel chargers used to throw your cars down the track. But I, I just believe this whole team, the new people are here, we're just, we're the, we've got to be the the, uh, the absolute most cohesive group of diamonds there are. And we're going to shine so bright, everybody's going to want in.
1: All right. Gordy and Kelly.
4: Hey, great job, Dan. By golly. Good stories right there. Um, my comment would be, like you talked about the, Dale said, what's your biggest deal? And you said the one that maybe totaled up to 80 a tire source. So in my book, that's one deal because you can't help it if the guy had six different ones. So that's probably, I'm going to say, that's a probably a 25 to $35,000 deal would be my guess. So don't be scared to pat yourself on the back for the big deal right there. And then um, you mentioned three ways. Um you know what got me thinking right there, and I've had some people come in the shop, and it sounds like you've had some maybe had some luck with three ways. But I've had people come in the shop, and I'll tell them uh, who you know, and and they'll say, and I'll say, well call them, and they'll look at me like I'm crazy, you know, and I said pull that phone out, call them right now, and they don't feel ambushed because those guys are saying, hey, I'm just over here at this guy's shop, old Gordy Alderson, that bit maker, and I figured the other day. We brought in about $2 million worth of business, not, of course, to us, but $2 million worth of W-2s just in three-way calls, sitting in that chair down at that shop. And then I thought about a couple other three-ways we've done. And I I think I don't think we've ever struck out on a three-way. Now, we might have had somebody that didn't qualify, but I don't know. Have you had some luck with, um, with doing some three-ways with people? Because when you said that, it made me reflect, and I'm thinking, man, I need
2: to do more three-ways. Well, I haven't had a physical three-way call that's actually worked yet because I don't really have a team, but I do have a guy that you know it's laid up—a Mexican guy that's laid up. That can he's bilingual, right? So I took—we went to the restaurant because I've been trying to get this guy to do this for a while, and I and I went in there with the loop players, and he had, he would have nothing of it. So then I went ahead and um, I said, and then uh, Rojulio, who happened to be a a part owner of one of his other restaurants uh, preferred to go in and talk to him. So we went over. He set the deal up and we went over there, and Francisco ate it up, and he was all about it. And we had him, you know, scheduled on the call the next day. So that that was my end. And then the guy, he then um, let's see, Rahudio called me back and said, "Well, he's only thinking about putting in." I opened my big mouth up and told him he could get it. You know, as, you know, we could give him some money if he was uh, a referral. Before I had to deal inked. and uh, I don't think I'd do that again. But let that let the let the ink dry first, and then open up that you're going to be a referral because he called up his brother-in-law or somebody in the family. There's about eighty of them, and he said, "Well, he got a hold of one of them." He said, "Well, we've already done it, and we we did it at ten percent." Blah blah blah. Well, then I had to sit there and think about it. Well, I then put a letter together, an email. I didn't go confront him. I put an email together with the Dale video, the warning video, and I fired it off. And I did a pros and cons list of this is what you're getting ready to do if you decide to run with somebody else. But the list to be with them was a lot better than the list to, to to go away from me. I mean, from business all the way down to me to um doing business with me and my performa business to uh just you know trying to be greedy about it i said you don't know what you're going to get i said you have no idea what the bottom line number is and you don't know if you're going to get half your money or not i've heard stories i mean i just i laid it all on the line a day later both sto- both stores are in there on top of it so whatever i said to him <clears throat> I'm, I'm feeling pretty good at work so
4: um well, and the thing I was thinking too, I just looked in my take a, took a few notes when you were talking and I wrote in there, that's what made me think about the three ways. And then you mentioned later, but I put in my notes, taking a crippled bilingual guy or an injured, you know, no offense in the term crippled obviously, because right now the guy's crippled. Up. Injured,
1: yeah.
4: It, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sympathy plea right there too. You know, I mean, it's, but it creates that, that three-way dynamic right there for conversation. All I know is Seems like people are quite at ease, you know, and then, of course, you need the guy. go ahead.
2: I was going to say I was going to say I think that with the Mexican situation is I'm a guy that doesn't understand the language. I mean, none. none And so I have a they might understand me, but they still don't trust me. So when I bring a guy in that's in the restaurant business up the street, even if it's in the town next door, that's. Good stuff because he, he, and then he goes, The restaurant place I own and the place I'm dealing with, all three of them are in it and doing it with us. Well, that led, I know I got a, I did, I was able to get a Mexican restaurant the other day just cruising through. And I actually used that and I I talked to uh, the waiter. He said, Well, she's not here. And, but he said, I can get her on the phone. I said, Dial her up. And I talked to her for a minute. And then I used that. I said, Well, do you know uh Garcias and TT's and and uh John Don Jockeys over in uh, Frankfurt at Midway? I said they just signed up and they're running all their restaurants through this. And she kind of heard of them. And I said, That's fine. And I said, Well, all we're doing is to schedule a call. And then she scheduled it out seven days out, and I had to stay on top of her. So within a couple of days, I started sending stuff just to hey, I actually went over and had dinner on my way out. I just how you doing? And and told her I said the food was good, even though it wasn't food. Was good. <laughs> and and um it was it was okay. I mean it, it wasn't the Frankfurt restaurants are got them top, but it was it was decent. And but I I said, I'm the guy called you the other day on the phone. And so I just wanted to say hi. The food was great. And out the door I went. Didn't talk to her about it enough. are slam. And so I mean, the place was slam. And so then the day of, then, then that went over the weekend, the day of, I sent the Dale video out. I said, here's some more information. You need to you need to ask questions to the ERC guy when you talk to him about the stuff that's on this videotape just to make sure that you're comfortable with the right company. And so I went on the offensive instead of the defensive on that one. And I looked in there a couple hours later after the call, and she's in there. And then the next day, a second one's in there. So. Well, when you say you went on the offensive, you joined her
4: side against the bottom line, if you will.
2: I did. I, I, I did. yeah. I tell them. I say that. I want to. I tell them. I say,
4: hey, if they can't sell you on this, if they can't sell you, I said these questions you have, ask them. If they can't, if they can't answer them, hang up on them. I don't care. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. I had one other thought right there. Dang it. There's other people waiting. Um, oh, when you said stay on top of her because it was a week out, I talked to a lady today. And we got to talking about the whole accounting deal. I won't get into all of it, but she said she was, uh, she'd been told 100%, 100% she will be audited. And I dispelled that and had a good conversation with her. And I made her promise before we hung up. I said, will you promise me one thing? And that's not a no-oriented question, but I asked it anyways. Will you promise me one thing? She said, what's that? I said, will you promise me you will not talk to your accountant before you take this phone call? And I made a promise over the phone that she would not talk to her accountant. I see Dave's head nodding. And then, um, yeah, that, that was the, that was the thing. That was the whole, maybe the one jam I got from today's I made her promise not to talk to her accountant. And she said, I won't, I'm like, we're good. And then I sent her some info, but I better let somebody else talk here. Thanks. Thanks,
1: buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so guys, what is three way walking in with somebody all that, You just look at it as the power of third party. Right. Any kind of third party you can use, walking in, on the phone, have somebody else eat. Anyway, any power of third party is always going to be more effective. Dave Johnston.
5: That's absolutely correct, um, based on my experience as well. So um, enough about that. One of the things, Dan, that you had said that really struck me Um, was about uh, the you know when Dale was asking you about lack of trust and things like that it was like you were deciding to go all in and you had mentioned something about um, not be that that this team gives you the answers Um, that you know you can come here and you know you'll get an answer and you'll get it quickly. And that, you know, you run into uh, snares and roadblocks trying to email um, other entities. Um, And I think all of us experience a little bit of that. And Dale says this all the time, that he's all in about this team, the company he could care less about. I agree. iHub is a great company. I love what they're doing and how they're going about their business. It's great. However... It doesn't matter where we go. This team right here is developing into a dominant force in the marketplace overall. And it's because of what you had mentioned, the principles that we're following, getting all in. It doesn't matter. We could, we could be selling um, anything. We could be promoting anything. I'm, I'm probably not saying that correctly, but we could do the, anything. And with these principles, we will be successful. And that's what I took from this, that we all have the opportunity to stand heads and shoulders above all of the rest, stand out from the crowd. And, um, you know, I talk with Gordy regularly to run things by him to see if he's, you know, and he reminds me how to change the verbiage and how to do, you know, and don't get too excited. And, you know, cause I can get a little like that guy that's doing the other thing all wavy. Um, but I am so proud to be a part of this team and to be all in with this team. And so um I don't even worry I don't even contact. I it would be a rare occurrence for me to contact somebody at iHub. Um I have some uh connections at Bottom Line. I have uh this team in particular. And when I go out there in the uh and and I pull those doors, I know I got the force of this entire team right behind me. And that gives me a whole load of confidence to walk in there and say what I need to say and be, uh, and be confident in what I'm doing to help these businesses. And you, Dan, I'm, I'm very proud to stand uh, uh, side by side with you in this business. Thank you for your leadership and thank you for uh, all that you've done all, all throughout the years. It's phenomenal. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks.
1: Absolutely. Um we got six minutes. So Dawn, don't get long-winded.
0: <laughs> I won't. Dan, I just want, want you to know how proud I am of you. I don't know if you remember, but when you and Dale reconnected, I was there at that meeting in Midway with you. And that was the first opportunity I had the pleasure of meeting you. And you know, you've worked on and off with us through the years on promotional products and in um in some of our businesses. And I'll be honest with you, I thought that your success here was in large part because you had contacts in B2B. And it's been really enlightening for me to hear you talk about, despite your health challenges, you went through the crash course, you figured it out. So all the respect in the world to you for all you've been through and the challenges you've overcome. And um Again, it's just been really enlightening to me to understand that you crash coursed yourself and you figured this out. And I'm just I'm just really proud of you and, and I'm really excited for you.
2: thanks, Don. I appreciate that. I think with what you're saying is fine as I think about this, my uh fear of loss, FOMO part or whatever, that was a big thing starting off, but when I hit my goal. six figures you know i pretty much went you've hit your goal it's calmed me down a lot now when i'm talking to people and i'm not worried about it if i get it or don't i've already hit my goal so now it's now it's about building and it's you come from a different you come from a different place when you know that you don't need it you're just trying to help them out at that point so it i can say stuff to people that I'm starting to feel like I'm like Dale a little bit, but uh, occasionally, but um, it's, it's okay to say it, you know, so it it shakes them up a little bit. Sometimes it, eh, oh, well, I mean, I can live with it. I mean, I might be upset. I should, you know, three more Hail Marys or whatever, but uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those deals that I might feel really bad the next day. But I tend to get over it now. I mean, I don't let it hang on me too long. So I usually can shake it off pretty quick, and then I'm back in the mode again.
1: You can say anything to anybody as long as you're doing it out of love in your heart for them. If you're sincerely sincerely trying to help them and understand a lot of people, you know, the truth will set them free. But first, it might piss them off.
2: I know I've done that for a couple of them for sure. Yeah, and
1: that's okay. I don't care because they'll be they'll, their brain will be more engaged the next time. I'm going to leave them. I'm going to leave them better off than when I found them, but they might not believe that initially.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping that we can go back with some of these people. There's just probably a good dozen or two that that believe that the accountant said to them that they uh, they don't they don't qualify. And they're, you know, you got God, the accountant, and then them. And it's like, dude, you know, so but I don't know if I'm the guy that's going to be breaking the ice, but somebody that's maybe do the bump program or something, get them in there. But we just, there's a bunch of them out there that uh I maybe when they start hearing about the places in town that are getting their money and that they did qualify and, and the word gets out more because the checks that's are right. to come in then we may have another round before it all ends.
1: I agree. And we'll do a 90 days, 90 days left to get your money promotion at about starting about 120 days out. Tony Shu.
6: You know, Dan, man, one thing I like, I mean, I, I appreciate you tonight. And one, one thing I really like about listening to you talk, and I always have, is you're straight up, man. I mean, you speak the truth. And sometimes you say something, and I'm thinking, why did he say it? You know why you said it? Because it was fact. It's what you thought. It's what you believed. And I mean, you know, that's good. And that's great. And that 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 confirms what you say next. It, you know, that confirms what you say next. And um, you know, I just the belief that I have sitting here listening to you is awesome. And I think that you probably go to people in that genuine uh with that genuine humility and that's you're not selling jack man right you're just giving them you're helping them and uh and that's that's what this is about it's not the people everybody out there if you quit selling stuff yeah quit trying to sell it and just uh just talk to people from the heart and try to help them I mean you'll you'll do wonderful here. I mean it's not a what you know sometimes I think we get into talking about sales too much. I don't this ain't sales at all. This is not sales. This is going through enough people and being honest with them. That's all it is, and uh, I, I appreciate you, man. I think that I love listening to you. I remember Dale said that one time too. He said, "You know, Dan always tells me what he thinks," <laughs> and, and I mean you do. I mean, and yeah. I really, I, pr- I appreciate you, man. Well, th- thanks,
2: Tony. Just it's, it's, uh, I think when you said that, when you just said it's, it's great, and 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 I thank you for it. I just I've learned over the years. Keep my yap shut until I really need to say something and then and then um try to think about it more, just not let it roll off my sleeve so fast, even if it's negative, just think about it a little bit before I respond to it and it's helped settle me down and once I got past the uh if I think people can see that you're in it for a dollar amount, so if you can get past that and just settle down and just talk to them for a second without knowing. Forget about the money part. Just have the conversation. Then sales starts to happen. Hey Dan, I
0: forgot to ask you, go to the um, Mexican restaurant in Versailles. I don't know if you've been over to Versailles, but Dale and I used to go to a place over there. What's the name of that road, Dale?
1: I, it's on Versailles Road, where we're the old Taco up, Tico used to be. We're talking to them right now.
2: Oh, we're awesome. t- <laughs> I talked to them last week. Yeah, yeah, taco two. A matter of fact, I love it. That's that. That's the only thing I ordered, Sancho smothered in cheese. It was awesome. Oh, it's
1: great. It's it's the best. Ma- yeah, they, it's, they've
2: changed so. out three times now, but man, that that taco tea, taco two or whatever come back. I'll be first in line.
1: Yeah, we 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 drive from Georgetown over there because it's so good. Hey Absolutely. Dale,
2: yeah. Can I mention
4: a, a really really key point, And Tony just brought it up, and Dan had brought it up, but to drive it home is like once you get to that place where you you don't care what you say you're saying what you you're saying what you need to say and and you know you got to take action enough to get a couple deals but then when you lose two or three deals or four deals for a hundred plus and you'll learn to get over that stuff real quick we've lost I don't know how many deals for over a hundred plus that have signed and and no, not that have signed. We've got a couple that are kind of that are on the that are trying to die that have signed. But we've had I don't know how many people that book calls at 100 plus that don't sign and they're gone. They ghosting this and that. You learn to not get emotionally involved. And then once you get to where you don't really care if you get the deal or not, we all want the deal. But once you you're going to say the same thing even you're going to say what you need to say, even if you feel like it might jeopardize the deal. And I just have become so transparent with people. And that's what makes us different is when you really become transparent about, and I've told people before, say, look, you know, here's the deal. You're going to qualify for this deal. You're looking at a hundred grand and you're going to qualify. So you know what? Is it worth a hundred thousand dollars to you to to make your accountant mad. And I say, and I'm not asking that sarcastically. I'm telling you, if it's not worth a hundred thousand dollars to you to, to, to have a bad relationship with your account, don't do it. Don't get the money. Because if it's worth more than a hundred, I told this guy the other day and he was looking at two or 300,000. And he said, it's not even worth that. And I said, you know what, then you can get on the call, but you have to make that decision. And I said, Hey, you know what your accountant's relationship is worth to you. And if it's worth more than 100000 this may not be for you. When's the last time you ever had? And they, I mean, you're stating what you know they're thinking. So bring it up. And then you're showing a a significant amount of empathy for where you know you're letting them know what's going on. And then they respect you for it. It might not get the deal, but it dang sure ain't going to be what kills it.
6: I've got a I've got a deal right now with a hundred and uh, it's it's in my group right? somebody on my team he's got it's 140 employees and uh, she's already the document side, side of gathering documents and she she's always busy she won't answer the phone it's it's constant and we all go through that kind of stuff right so finally we we get her uh, we get her on the phone and she is just so busy so busy and I I flat told her I said do you realize the amount of money you're going to make, you can hire three people and never even touch this. You can hire three people to do it for you. I mean, this, we're, you know, and um, we, we, you know, it's just we we dropped it. I, I was done with it. We, we've really tried to help her as much as we can. And she she called us tonight and she's setting up a meeting. She scheduled a call with her project manager. She's really getting on board again. And, but, I mean, sometimes you just got to tell them. And not sometimes, always. You yeah, know? And,
1: bump, and bump them with all else fails. Bump that them. Bump. Do the bumps. They they you. You got something to end it. Real quick, I wanted to this ask. Is this is not the noon call,
3: Dave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm all messed up. You good, man? Yeah. Um, do they do they get when on the initial call? Do they actually answer the question of ballpark much You'll get back on the initial call or is that just to tell them about it?
1: I think some of them do and some of them don't. It depends upon no, who's on One I was on,
3: it did not happen. No, yeah. okay, well, thanks. And if
1: they doubt that they're gonna get the money, send them the check video. Okay, guys, they're on, so we'll see y'all on the corporate call. See some of you tomorrow, well, I'll probably try to, I don't know, I'm gonna be on the road tomorrow, but we'll see some of you. I'll be
0: listening.
5: Yeah, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Great job, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Good job, thanks, Dan.
1: See you, buddy. See you guys over on the floor. Thank you, Dan. Well, all right. Great job, all right thank you. you. See you soon.
0: Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMsuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist. Yet.